Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. <laughs> Get it right. Had to turn my headphones up, Ted. Yeah, man. Yes. From the Megacast Studios that never seem to work right. Man, I don't know what's going on in this new studio. It's throwing us off. Yeah. Damn geeks taking over the other studio. We can't enjoy that, man. Are the geeks in there right now? I believe the geeks are in there right now. Doing their geek thing. Freaking geek nation. They're geeking out every night. Every day. They're, they are constant. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Other people want a podcast. The Megacast wants a podcast. Instead, we're stuck in the damn hot 103.7 studio that doesn't have a headphone jack that doesn't work. Sometimes it records all weird. Yeah, there's weird hums. We have a sad microphone that's just dead on the console. I'll be sure to tweet that out at the Megacast. That is the saddest looking microphone I've ever seen. Right. And I don't know, like, what you'd have to have your head laying against the console to talk into it. <laughs> I mean, it's seriously like, we've all been there. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you've had a few beverages. Maybe things aren't right in your head. Right. Either way, that's sad. The saddest moment for any man. That is what that microphone looks like. <laughs> it looks like us after Saturday night. Yeah, like it's just laying there. Like yeah. it's it's fully extended, but it's it's not at attention. It's just laying there, Steve. It's useless. <laughs> Well, you know what? Before we get into anything, let's just do what we usually do, and that's get these 10 push-ups out of the way. I don't know about you, but I still am not doing very well at getting 10 on a daily basis. Dude, What? I think it's something with the changing of the season. I know the weather hasn't been that much different, but everybody yeah. I talk to is like, man, I just, I'm having a tough time getting my energy going and this and that. Dude, I just have no... I used to love first thing in the morning getting... Well, I usually do like 30 push-ups to start my morning off, and I'd feel great. and yeah. get my blood pumping and everything. Man, I even thought about it this morning. I'm like, well, I'll get at least 20 later with Ted. Yeah. And I just blew it off. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, man. I got to get back on the stick. I don't I think it's just a tough couple of weeks. It you has know? Been. Yeah, like you have the equinox and stuff. I think it I think it legitimately <laughs> messes with people. Did you ever think that you would ever say Ted from 10 years ago? Oh, you no. Go back in time, you're like, Ted, one day you're going to refer to the Equinox as why you're not really feeling like you're 100% motivated. Yeah, I'm just in a little funk. Yeah. Thanks, Autumn. Yeah. Who's this Autumn chick? Uh, it's a season, Steve. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> All right. Like, you <laughs> uneducated bastard. <laughs> No class out of Migliori. None at all. None at all. I'm letting you down, Smith. <laughs> we'll get into letting... Man, we've had some fun stuff happen over the weekend, and I'm sure we'll get into it later on on the Megacast. We've got lots of fun stuff to get into, so I think this is going to be a good episode. Yeah, man. And the best way to do it is to get the heart race and the blood pumping and the brain... Functioning. This time, Ted, we got a tweet. All right, all right. Uh, a request for the song that we do our push-ups to, and this is from Thomas. What up, Thomas? Truth of Thomas J on Twitter. Yo, Thomas, I respect all that work you be doing on the train, dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Thomas says, uh, Ted, Steve, uh, well, Steve, I know you have that hashtag legit boss shirt. We should get 10 to Sasha Banks of the WWE and her theme tonight, 30 woman, 30 woman, 30 minute Iron Woman match. And that's going to be happening on uh, NXT with their big takeover, the main event, kind of a big deal. All right. In the world of women's wrestling, that they are the main event tonight. Sasha Banks taking on Bailey. Big rematch. The last time 
match of the year candidate for sure. Those two brought it on a NXT TakeOver event. And uh, they're going to be doing a 30-minute Iron Woman match. That means that match is going on for 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I'm not in WWE, I guess. That's basically the same thing uh, uh, Cole would say. Yeah. Michael Cole. Like a 30-minute Iron match, which means legit 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. You're doing the same thing they're doing. Right, How else would you describe it? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be, I, I was about to say at least 30 minutes, but I believe it just stops at 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we do the same thing on radio sometimes. Yeah. Like, we'll have those days where it's like, it's, it's you know, fully commercial free, which means no commercials. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I thought the commercials were coming to me for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. I love this song, though. Sasha Banks. That shirt is pretty legit, too. Oh, it's like shiny gold. Yeah. And if you don't know wrestling, Steve just looks like that dude. Like, you have a boss. What yeah. about it? And a hashtag legit boss. Yeah. It's even extra douchey. All right. Sky's the limit, Ted. That's the name of the song. All right. We ready? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. All right. Get Still easier than last week. Way better. Yeah. Last week was tough. Well, you know, they hadn't been doing them. These things happen. <laughs> this is a great theme song for a legit boss. Yeah, it's funny, too, is when you watch on TV, you never get to hear the whole song. No. Sometimes I wonder if they mean they meant that, you know? Because some of the songs, like, after they get to pass that first verse, the second verse is just red rotten. Yeah, or it's just the same verse over and over. That too. Yeah, all right. There we go. Ted Talks. The, the studio is still screwing me up. The text me. It's weird because Steve has to turn to look at me now. Right. Before, everything was right in front of me. I guess I could be like, we don't have to look at each other, Ted. I could just stare the other way. I mean, that would be a little odd, dude. Now I'm just looking at the back of you. Yeah. If you do the whole podcast like that. But I mean, whatever. But it's just, it's just strange. Generally in a studio, even if you're in separate rooms, you're still kind of facing each other. Right. Eye contact's important. Chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Should we, one of these days, we should get one of those, we should get two of those mindfolds. And try and do a podcast blindfolded. Blind? Yeah. yeah. Where we couldn't see? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how that would work with running the board. Well, we probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> or I'd have to peek every once in a while, but that would kind of take away from the fun of it all. Well, you're in a mindfold. You're going to have to peek once in a while. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, TED Talk this week. Uh, kind of going back to... Some of the stuff over the last week or uh, we're talking about right now. Steve, I say if you want a mindfold during a podcast, go for it. Okay. My point this week is trust your gut. Now, your gut's not always going to be right. And sometimes it'll have some uh, uh, some impulses that maybe you, you don't follow through on. And I'm not saying listen to it 100% of the time. But, you know, if you're in a certain situation, you know, feel the vibes out, man. Trust your gut. If it says no, no. If it says yay, yay. Dude, I, I based my entire career off of trusting my gut. Like, as soon as I started making mistakes by going against what my gut told me to do, and I've had that happen a lot, especially in the early days of doing radio, sometimes I'd be like, oh, yeah, we should totally do that, even though my gut's like, that's a terrible idea. And then we do it, and then I'm in, then I get suspended or something like that. And then yeah. I started realizing after about three or four major errors that 
I knowingly went against what my gut told me to do because I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's be rebels, man. Ever since then, I just said, you know what? Whenever my gut tells me what to do, I'm doing it. And there's been times with BJ and I, and he'll be like, hey, we should do this. I'm like, nah, we shouldn't do that. And he's like, well, why? And I'm like, I don't have a logical reason other than my gut is telling me that we should not do that. And I'm trusting my gut. And he's been cool about it. He's like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the, it's the truth, man. And I mean, it, right, it, it could be work. It could be relationships. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, like people go, I just get a feeling something's not right. And you know. Yeah. You know, there's something in there. I mean, hell, I my first girlfriend, like that was, you know, like in retrospect, I can pick out specific reasons our relationship wasn't working. But at the time, I just didn't know. I just kept waking up and being like, something's not right. Right. And, and, then, and then it takes that moment when you finally say, OK, I'm ditching this. This is it's not like a living being. I'm ditching her. And then you look back, you're like, oh, my gosh, the writing was on the wall. Why didn't I pay attention to my gut earlier? Yeah, 100 mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, I know we've both been there. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. I might as well just throw it out here right now. Because I, I, right before we started the Megacast, I was just playing around on Facebook and uh, just seeing what other people are doing. And I came across one of my old buddies. Uh, he's an old fraternity brother of mine. All right. And he posted something that I would love to, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I want to pick Ted's brain about this because you're a single man. All right. And uh, I am. He decided. Ladies, 100% single. Yep. He's on the prowl. Yeah. And he's ready to be tamed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there'll be passionate times, but also some cuddling. Yeah. Winter's coming up. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll go get a pumpkin patch. Maybe a Christmas tree. I'm so pumped to go to the pumpkin patch. Don't rub it in, Steve. You can come with us. You can be the third wheel. Hmm. My wife would have no problem with that. Are you doing the haunted hayride or whatever afterwards or just pumpkins? I don't know if she's in for that, but if we go, she can hang out with her friend and then we can go through the... (laughs) Is that weird? Two dudes going through a haunted hayride? It'll only be weird because we'll be older and very fired up. If it was two dudes going through just kind of crapping on it, like, I ain't scared. Right. Oh, you scared little teenagers. Hold me, Steve. <laughs> Ted, hold my hand. I don't know what ne- what's next. It's dark in here. Let's go. We're going to get through this. <laughs> yeah, I'm only pumped because then we get pumpkins, and then I get pumpkin seeds. My favorite part about Halloween is co- really? cooking up that fresh pumpkin seed. Huh. It's so good. All right. I didn't know you were a pumpkin seed guy. Love pumpkin. I like all types of pumpkin seeds, but the ones that are just like fresh out of the pumpkin body. Yeah. Delicious. I just like going to the pumpkin patch because I spend all my time in the city. So it's like a fun little adventure. It's like the ultimate rural experience for a city boy. Yeah. Even when I was a kid, I liked it. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're grabbing it out of the ground that it just grew in. Your feet are muddy. Yeah. It's awesome. Is there something weird going on outside of the studio? There's a concert going on. Okay. Like right outside our studio. I'm like, who is yelling uncontrollably outside of the studio? (laughs) Open up the door. Let's see if we can hear it. Hey, hey, will you check your vocal again? Hello? <laughs> They're checking vocals. That's just them warming up. All right. Yeah, by the end of this podcast, there will be a full-on concert going on. Oh, great. By the way, these studios, I hate this studio. are not soundproof. <laughs> right. We hear it clear as day. What kind of radio station do we work at, man? These I don't know. These doors suck. How does Tanch do anything over here? So glad we don't like adult contemporary top 40. All right, we do. <laughs> I'm I was like, wait a minute. Kind of like Cermix a lot and some Cisco every once in the a while. The problem I have, the only problem I have is that like, that state, you know, like, like Hot 1037, you're right, it's adult contemporary. Yeah. And like a lot of those songs, man, like we weren't even allowed to listen to because mm-hmm. they were so dirty and rough yeah. and gangster. Oh, absolutely. And now it's like soccer moms listen to it. Dude, I come in every morning and I go through the mailroom and it's always blaring on the speaker in that area because that's where our mailroom is closer to Hot 1037 Studios. 
And I always find myself stopping and just listening. I'm like, oh man, I haven't heard Skilo in a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Right? I say I wish I was a little bit taller because this Facebook rant that my buddy made I wish I was has, taller. has something to do with him wishing that he was a little bit taller. All right. All right. So he posts something and this is almost like right in line with like a Facebook <laughs> drama thing, but it doesn't really get... Nobody like gets into an argument with him. It's just, I'm curious to see what you think. I have my opinions on what my buddy is doing, but I want to hear what you have to say because you're a single guy as well. And uh, I think he's a little bit older than you, but close in age. All right. Actually, he must be a lot older than you because we're we're about, what, like six years apart? Are you 33? 34? 34. All right. So seven years apart. Seven years now, Steve. You just yes. had a birthday. You're I, old. I am aware of that. I'm also 13 years now older than my wife. Oh, does she remind you? Oh, yeah. That's gangster, though. Yeah. 13 years old. All right. All right. My buddy Josh writes, I absolutely despise women. Ooh. That is all. And that's what he writes. That's the whole post? That's his post. Now, of course, there's a couple people that chime in, including one of our fraternity brothers, Kyle, who just writes, Val help, dot, dot, dot. Good call. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's a funny comment. I like that. It's a great comment. Yeah. Uh, but then a girl chimes in and says, not all women are the same, uh, and gives some reasons and blah, blah, blah. Uh, my buddy continues to want to despising women. He goes, I agree to disagree. You guys always want a nice guy. But when it comes down to it, you guys want someone who is tall, really good looking, and yes, has money. I've been single for too long to be wrong about this. And then in capital letters, women are all the same. And then this other woman continues to argue with him about why that's not necessarily true. He says, I'm holding tight on this argument. Trust me, you are all the same. And the best part is they keep going back and forth. And then at one point, she finally goes, well, you are right about the height thing. I won't date anybody under 5'6". I'm like, well, you're kind of proving his point. His, this isn't helping his argument. Why would you need to throw that in there? Like, yeah. you're, 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 you're putting the best foot forward to tell him not all women are the same. You, even our, my buddy Kyle eventually chimed back in and said, look, man, maybe, and I agree, maybe all the women that you're looking for are the same. Like the ones that you find yourself attracted to, but you might want to think a little bit outside of that world and start like maybe finding other ways to meet women or shift your attraction in a sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Like it depends on who you're looking at. Right. If you're, if you're going, if you're, if you're looking for that, I don't know, that kind of fake blonde, fake tan, you know, goes out all the time kind of girl, right. well, then that's what you're going to get. Right. She's going to want somebody tall, attractive, who has money and can and can provide her not only with, with money security-wise, but can provide her what she deems is the lifestyle she wants to live. Right. And, and we're talking about a dude that's probably late 30s, so I don't know what type of women he's dating, but if it's like, you know, someone close to his age that's out bar hopping, I don't know, man. That might not be the best type of girl to be looking for. You also have to keep in mind, too, like... I don't know. It's tough because night to night, everybody's going to be different, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of guys say that like, oh, women don't want nice guys, blah, blah, blah. But then on the same token, like, well, are you giving the nice girls a chance or are you going after these unattainable women? 100% agree with you on that you one. You know, uh, he does continue to write. I've gone on at least 25 dates since January, one of which I was stood up every time I got rejected all for the same reasons, which I have to say makes you all the same. If you don't drive a blank in Porsche or if you're under five foot six. You have no chance with any girls. How short is he? Man, I never really thought of him as being a super short guy. He's one of my old buds from college. I mean, I I guess he's under 5'6", but I don't yeah. think he... Man, I don't think he's that short. Like, I don't think he's five feet. Huh. He, I bet, you know what, he's probably 5'5", five five, 
If, yeah. if, if that, out of nowhere, he just goes with five foot six. I'd imagine he's probably five foot five and a half. I mean, half. you're right. I have a cousin that's five four, mm-hmm. and I don't think of like five four sounds much shorter than I think of him being. Yeah, you know. So I mean, what kind of advice do you give a guy like this? I don't know. It's kind of a bummer, man. I was kind of bummed to see that. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I want to. I want to think that all. I see a lot of my fraternity brothers have families are doing very well for themselves. And I never, I always see Josh, Josh is a funny guy. He always says these random things about him and his boy. He has a fake boy band that he constantly like post comp status updates about with full conviction that at times I have to like think to myself, should I write him on DM and say, are you really in a boy band? Cause it sure as hell seems very believable. I mean, right. That would be my first advice. I wouldn't take that crap to Facebook. Yeah. hundred percent agree with you on that. You know, yeah. but number two is, Man, I don't know. I mean, as you get older, you know, obviously the the pool lessens because people are going to get married, you mm-hmm. know, and they're going to have kids and stuff. And maybe, you know, maybe he, the girls that he's going after are like the early 20-somethings who really at that point in their life, they're not really looking for a guy to settle down with most. I mean, look, hey, I'm a walking example of that not always being true, being that I met my wife when she was 21, and here we are, she's now 28, and we're married. But, right. But I don't think she's she's an exception than the rule. Yeah, I don't know, man. I to be honest with you, it's tough for me as I go back and forth on the stuff all the time. Do you think all women are the same? No. Okay. But I also don't. I don't know that I believe a hundred percent that like, oh, there's a there's a certain somebody out there for everybody. You I know? think there's multiple people out there for everybody. Right, and yeah. I think you got to put in some effort and go find these people. Yep. I mean, look, you know, I think about my relationship with my wife. Some people, myself included, at a younger age, would have gave up really soon into that relationship. Because at first she didn't want to date me. Yeah. And I kept bugging her because I kind of had a vibe that she did. But if I was 25 or if I was insecure in my 30s where I was like completely like, uh, and I didn't see any, like, I just was like, uh, screw that. She doesn't want to be with me. I don't want to be with her, you know? And you you got to figure out what you want to be too. You know, like there's mm -hmm. girls I know where I have opportunities and people go, well, you know, if you had just said this or or kept the pressure a little higher, like you could have, it's like, yeah, so I could have had sex with her, but what would that have accomplished? Right. You Unless know? you were hoping that the sex would lead to a relationship, then it would be worth putting I, in all that work Some people right, are good at that, and they just have sex. All, like, so, I mean, it just depends on who you are and what you want. I yeah. feel bad for this guy. Oh, dude, it kind of bummed me out. I was like, oh, man, come on, Josh. Yeah. He's a handsome fella. Yeah. He's a I fellow Kiss fan. I mean, you know, dating's tough, especially, too, as you get older. You just Everybody builds up walls. And that was the one thing I, that I walked away from. How fair is he being to every girl that he dates? Like, he brings up all these girls... Is he already like kind of on the defensive, like he just assumes they're going to suck before he even gives them a chance? Or what about, you're telling me out of those 25, there wasn't a couple he shot down very quickly? Right, and then even like the woman who's going back and forth until she made the, the height comment. I'm like, well, there you go. There's a woman that's trying to prove to you that there's good women out there, and she made a point to say that she's single. Maybe this is like that moment. Yeah. Ask her out. Then she has to be the jerk and say, I don't date anyone under five, five foot six. six. I'm like, ah, you are a pain in everybody's ass then. All right. Well, we got to take a quick break there, D. Ted Smith. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to hit the profiles. Nice. Because you came across a story, and this is the greatest headline, and all it says is, and we're going to get into this, why strip clubs actually suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll find out why strip clubs actually suck when the Megacast returns. I'm confident that Ted and Steve will return. The Megacast will be back. The UK! 
is here, and that means it's time for pumpkin spice. Pancakes, lattes, candles, and now tuna fish. Introducing Pumpkin Spice Tuna. Make your otherwise bland tuna sandwich something special. Start with a can of tuna, add relish, a little mayonnaise, and then toss in a combination of cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and clove. Pumpkin Spice Tuna. And coming soon, Pumpkin Spice Onion Rings, Pumpkin Spice Wasabi, and Pumpkin Spice Sauerkraut. New from over-enthusiastic seasons. These guys don't drink too much, unless it's the weekend. Then they get faced. The mega cast is back. That's right. Who's it? Florence and the Machines. It is Florence and the Machines. I like her stuff, man. Yeah. Especially this song. And we did drink. Well drink too much, but Pete Ted Smith showed up to the to the Mariners game already drinking too much. Oh yeah, you I came was on in, fire. Yeah, you came in pretty tossed. Although, yeah. I'll be honest, I only knew that you were drunk because hey, you told me in advance you were going to get wasted at the October Fest thing that you were going to Pumpkin great, Fest. The Great Pumpkin Beer Festival? Yes, over at, um, at Elysian. Elysian. Down at the brewery. And then when you came, I honestly would have if you didn't tell me you were out drinking, I would have just assumed you just came over from your apartment, maybe puffed on something a couple times, and that's it. Yeah. But, uh, well, I know, because I was like, dude, I'm kind of drunk. And you're like, really? You seem like you're doing all right. And even like our buddy Munson, he's like, dude, I didn't even realize that Ted was drunk until he said he was. Yeah. Like, you did a great job of keeping it keeping it covert. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't like I was getting like like ridiculous at the pumpkin thing. It was a slow build. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're drinking out of these little cups, right? Oh, that's right. But the beers are like 7% beers. So you don't really think about it. You're just drinking like four ounces of beer at a time. And then, like, when I got to the game, it was just that moment, like, where I saw everybody else we work with, and I was like, I'm, I'm a little more drunk. Plus, I also knew I was drunk because when I got there, everybody's eating ice cream cake, right? Because it was Steve's birthday. And I was just like, I was like, God damn, I want some ice cream cake. And yeah. then two minutes, two seconds later, I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Then you're definitely drunk. Yeah. And you could tell the other drunk move I pulled was I bought that sandwich. And then somebody's like, dude, you left half the sandwich over there. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'll be honest, dude. That was not a very good crab sandwich. It's expensive too. Yeah, that's why it wasn't very good. If it, if that was a five dollar crab sandwich, I would have been completely fine with it. But that thing was thirteen dollars. I thought it was sixteen. Maybe it was. Yeah. It, regardless, it was t- it was six dollars more than it should be for sure. Yeah. And it was great because I go and I order one, and I'm like, "Can I get one of those?" But can I get it without tomatoes? Because tomatoes just destroy the inside of my mouth. I, I love tomatoes, but there's something about the the acidity or something like that, but it I just, just recently started eating tomatoes. Oh man, tomatoes are so awesome. I miss tomatoes. All right. Uh, so I said, can I get one without? And the guy looked like I was insane. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm, and then the other guy kind of looks at him like, bro, all you gotta do is remove a tomato from the damn sandwich or and, just not put it on. Right. Cause they already had like three oh. or four made. All right. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. And as I'm about to say, I'll just remove it myself. Cause it's not like as if it's a tomato, it's a tomato. The other guy just picks up the bread and removes the tomatoes and smiles. He's like, yeah, that's all I needed to do. I'm like, thank you. That's all I was asking. <laughs> I just didn't feel like removing tomatoes and having them sitting on the plate. And, you know. And, you know, in retrospect, it, 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 
If, but when you had a few beers, it's like crab sandwich. This seems like a great idea. And it's on top of that, the whole fish sandwich joke. Yeah. Everybody was loving that. Ted, you're eating a fish sandwich? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That, that was pretty funny. Um, we'll talk. Hopefully, we'll have some time to talk a little bit about the Mariners experience because, man, there's some funny stuff that happened, mainly outside of the Mariners game. Like, we went to the game. And then we went, screw it. Let's do it now. Why yeah. tease people? Um, we go to Sluggers. and granted, Well, wait a minute. Before we get to Sluggers, okay. we went down the center field to sit in the beer garden for a minute. Oh, yeah. And I love like Seattle and Safeco. Like, then we just found their fireplace. That's what I was like, yeah, just sitting here by the fire. I've gone to multiple games a year for since what was it 2001 that the Safeco field was built. All right. And granted the pen wasn't there this whole time. I think it's only been a couple of years that we've had that pen yeah, drinking section. Field. This is the first time I ever saw freaking like it's not even like a fireplace. It's like a fire strip. Yeah. It, it was and there's awesome. like couches. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a lounge area right by the pen where you just sit and warm up. Right. So I was like, ah, you know, nothing to see here. Just guys sitting at a game by a fire. It was great because then uh, we, uh, uh, we we say hi to um, uh, Brad Adam, who works over at Root Sports. And I'm BSing with him. And then he's just like, oh, so what you guys got going on? I'm like, oh, you know, we're just drinking. And then I jokingly throw it out there. I go, you know, after this, we'll probably go to the booby bar. And uh, his, one of the guys he works with who looked very serious, all of a sudden, like, hears me say that, looks at me, raises his eyebrow, and gives me, like, the nod, like, yeah, the boy. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because I'm like, you seem so serious and annoyed with us that we're talking to Brad. Now all of a sudden you're like, all right, I got you guys. You it, guys are cool. It's always those people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much. I've learned that last time I had the strippers in on uh, on the mix cast that they were sharing some stories of certain local figures in town that frequent strip clubs that would just blow your mind. Yeah. Like what? That guy goes to the strip club? Mm-hmm. Not just goes to the strip club, but he, he dated you? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. All right. Speaking of strip clubs. You know, we'll Music's get to- back. Yep. Oh, we never told the slugger story. Oh, All right. All right. <clears throat> Straight. So, I mean, I had been drinking. It wasn't like it was ridiculous. Right. So, we go over to Slugger. Steve, what did you have at this point? Like, a beer? I milked one beer because at some point I had to go home. And I figured, well, if I just hold a beer... Although, it's your birthday, man. I, my wife was like, she just asked me for one thing, because I just assumed I'm just going to get wasted and pass on, the t- on Ted's couch. Right. But she's just like, look, I know you're going to go out and have fun, but can you at least make sure you make it home tonight, so that way, at the end of the night, you go to bed with me on your birthday. I'm like, well, I can't fight that argument. That sound. What am I going to be like? No, I want to get drunk and sleep with Ted. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we go over to Slugger's. And we stand there. Uh, our buddy Justin's with us, too. Yeah. Who's hey. sober as well. Yeah. Right. But Munson, a couple of drinks in, not wasted. No. Right. Like, I don't think anybody was like, like, I don't know. Like, I was drunk. I'd probably say Munson was drunk, but I don't think I'd say like anybody was like wasted. You two would fail a field sobriety or, or one of those blow and go things. Yeah. We shouldn't be driving. Right. right. That's just the best way to describe it. They weren't out of control drunk, but you definitely want to want either of those two to be handling any kind of machinery. So we go over to Sluggers, we go in there, and I, we just stood at the bar, and it was like, what do you want? It's like, man, I don't know. What should we get? And we talked for like maybe a couple seconds, and the bartender was like, you sure you guys really need another drink? Right. She cut us off before we even ordered a drink. And I'm confused because I can't hear her all the well, that well because they had the, te- the game going really loud. And so I'm like, what did she say? And then I think Barnes was like, man, I think she's cutting us off. I'm like, Why? So I look at her and go, I've only had one beer tonight. She's like, are you sure? 
<laughs> yes. And at this point, it's just the three of us because Munson went to the bathroom. Yeah. And then he comes back and Barnes grabs him and goes, hey, man, act sober. She's, she's questioning whether or not to give us drinks. So now we're finally ordering drinks and she goes to Munson. Hey, so what do you want for a drink? And he just starts coughing. And I'm like, why are you coughing? And when she walks away, he goes, that's just my thing. When people think I'm too drunk to serve me or to let me into a bar, I start coughing because then they just never want to, they, they want to leave me alone and they'll just kind of like let me in. I think I just went silent. <laughs> yes. That's always my move. Like, oh, I just, I'll just be quiet now. So luckily we were able to get our drinks and then, uh, yeah, it was just. It was just surreal because at the game, people were ordering shots and beers left and right. Like, there's any place we should have been to question. It should have been there. Right. We walk in. We're just indecisive because there's lots of options. And the lady's like, yeah, you guys are cut off. If I remember correctly, the indecisive, we didn't know. I can't get that word out. Was because they serve the giant 24-ounce cans. And I think I said, like, I don't need or I don't want a whole 24-ounce can. Right, because we weren't staying there long. Right. And I think that was what, like, tipped her off, like... (laughs) <laughs> because I was smart enough to say I don't need two beers right now. I'm the I getting cut off. Right. The drunk guy would be like, give me the biggest thing you got. Yeah, don't worry, man. I'll chug it. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about the strip clubs. All right. You Speaking make of, the strip club joke. Yeah. So we have frequent them in the past. I was going to say, Ted and I have been to a couple of strip clubs in our day. Yeah. Maybe two tops repeatedly, but tops two. Um, three, uh, quite possibly five. I mean, if, but who's counting No, I'm not uh, might've been there this weekend. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, bro Bible put out a story and it's a story that the subject line, I didn't even know they put this out until you brought it up right before we started the mega cash. You're like, Hey, did you see the bro Bible story about why strip clubs actually suck? Yeah. There's a line at the end that just sums it up best, which I like. And it just says, like, the next time somebody says, hey, do you want to go to the strip club? They basically should just say, hey, do you want to go get sexually frustrated in a group? <laughs> With a bunch of your buddies. Yeah. It is a weird thing when you really break it down. Like, if an alien came to town and uh, said, hey, describe this whole strip club thing. It's like, well, a bunch of guys. We all get together. We go into a club. We all sit down next to each other. We order a non-alcoholic beverage. And we hope that a girl will come over. So that we can give her money to dance on our laps and frustrate us to the point where we want to have sex with them. And they keep dangling that carrot in front of us to the point where we keep giving them money and more money and more money. And then when we try and cross that line, they say, nope, you got to go. And then you sit back down with your buddies fully, completely sexually frustrated. Well, that's the other question I would say to you. When is another acceptable time that you would feel okay sitting next to me and like fully knowing that I'm half husky and you're half husky? Right. Think about that, dude. Like that would never Mariners game, of course. That would never fly in any other realm. How would weird you out if I sat down, like if we we're at the terrorist club, like we were over the weekend, and I sit down next to you and I got my crab sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm still half chub. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, because in the strip club, you know, like, like you're not coming back from a lap dance, not a little excited, right? Yeah, and then it's like you sit down, it's like, how was that lap dance? Like, oh, it was awesome, this and that. And it's like. But when you take yourself outside of the strip club world, it's very weird. And on top of that, and what other, I mean, maybe some people are into this. I don't think we are. What other instance are you getting stimulated or aroused by a woman and then fully endorsing you to also get aroused by that woman 10 minutes later? Bro, yeah. you got to you gotta go with Candace, man. Candace, trust me, get the $30 dance. It's worth every penny. 
Yeah, exactly. It's such a weird dynamic. I never really think about it. It is. Because we're so we're so like driven by our dongs. I also always think that like you go to bars or whatever, you go to restaurants, like that's money that leaves your hand pretty quick. Right. Like, that's the other problem. I never end up at a strip club until I'm a few drinks in, and yep. it's just amazing how quickly the money leaves your hand. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I have a hard, that's not the right, I have a difficult time saying no. Like, I don't like rejecting hot women. So even if I don't want to dance from that girl, unless it's like somebody I'm like 100% not even close to being attracted to. Like, I always hate, like, when, like, it's, when your buddies try and pawn you off, like, they, oh, no, go talk to him. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't find her attractive one bit. Now I'm stuck with her. Yeah, exactly, man. And then um, if they could talk a good game, I wind up going back for it. And, and I feel, man, I'm so weird. I, I'll feel bad about only giving them one dance. I'm like, I just took them away from their opportunity to make more money, and I'm only paying them for one dance. I need to pay them for at least two. Like, why? Yeah. One dance I'm, is plenty. The, yeah. I just I mean, don't you- get me wrong. I like going because I like looking at naked women. Yeah. But it's right. When you when I read that article and just kind of started thinking about it, I was like, God, this is an odd environment. Here's one. At one point, they say lap dances are boring. In my strip club prime, I never wore underwear and often wore workout pants or anything besides denim. Jeans at a strip club are like condoms, condoms anywhere. They kill any sensation. And you know, I remember one time I was at a, uh, I was getting a lap dance and. <laughs> But you know, the only people that really hate condoms are people that never have sex with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was single. I did not mind condoms one bit. No. I was like, this is great. Yeah. Sex is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. When you're in a committed relationship, it's nice that you can bypass that whole condom process. Sure. Right. Everybody wants to skip that 30 seconds of awkwardness. Yeah. But. Like, how do I break it to her that I'm fully prepared and I have a condom in my pocket? Oh, I just meant the awkwardness of being like, all right, it's go time. Hang uh, on, I got to get this thing open. and <laughs> Just got to roll it on. Yeah, and you start thinking about it. No, but what I'm saying is like, every time you have sex with a condom, though, it's like, right, this is much safer. Like, why would I not do this? And, I mean, I feel like I have a little bit more staying power. Yeah. I'm trying to think back the last time. It's been a few. It's been a little bit of a dry spell. Last time I had sex, it was definitely kind of didn't do me any that, favors. That doesn't count. You go on these, like, two-month dry spells, like, like actual intentional dry spells. Yeah. Of course, it doesn't matter what you put on. You can have a wool jacket over that thing. Right, it's still it's, it's going to still feel like the greatest thing ever. Right. I, would, I remember one time and I got so like, like the girl was hot. I thought the lap dances were awesome, but there was something weird about her. She kept going, smile. And I'm like, well, I don't want to smile. I'm not in like a, this isn't fun. Like in that sense, like it's fun. But this isn't like a haha. I'm like, because then, then next thing you know, now I'm throughout the entire dance. I'm forcing myself to smile, and all I'm thinking is, I feel like I look like a damn serial killer now. Yeah, you look like the crazy Joker without like, the cool makeup. Yeah, yeah, I'm smiling. Like I didn't understand why she kept saying that, unless it's like her big joke. Like if I'm a stripper, that could be a funny joke to play on people. Come on, smile, or I won't keep dancing. Ah, uh, I don't know. I've gotten in trouble the other way. What? I've definitely had girls like newer in the relationship, like, like being intimate and uh-huh. like, what are you laughing at? Or, like, what are you smiling at? Like, well, Wait, you laugh during sex. Uh, I am. I am a. I, I tend to smile and I'll, I'll give a little giggle once in a while. 
<laughs> which I know is not very like it's like what are you laughing or like what are you smile what is with that smile and it's like well look at what you're doing to me like I'm very happy right now I don't know but it just seems so damn scary it's not it's like <laughs> I'm laughing because you don't know what I'm about to do to you after we're done see I don't think about, <laughs> to me it makes perfect sense like look what your mouth is I should be smiling <laughs> All right, let's see what another example is. Strippers are predatory. Once you go to enough strip clubs, you realize strippers are animals preying upon weak men. They're out to drain you out of as much cash as quickly as possible and get on to the next guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is anyone really going to a strip club thinking otherwise? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, right, that's their job. Like, I go into it, and that's part of what I enjoy is that, like, okay, like, you know, I realize that this isn't like an actual relationship. Like, okay, you're just doing your job, but let's see. Like, I want to have fun in the process, and I would hope that they still want to have a good time. Like, I, I want to crack some jokes, maybe not smile and giggle while the dance is going on, but, you know. Yeah, now I'm the weird one. Yep, yep, you definitely are. <laughs> um, women are cold and often hate the patrons. Don't tell my buddy about that. Yeah, that is that is one downside. You can definitely tell when the girls probably worked in the industry a little too long. Yeah, you like the ones that make you feel like as if like they just started. You know? Yeah, or just, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I think anybody that works, and that's working in a public arena. Like, you just got to, it's customer service. Right. You, like you yeah. got you to gotta, you gotta give the fantasy a little bit. I want to feel like as if, like, you're giving me a better dance than any guy you've ever given a dance to. Yeah. Like, at that moment, and I... And if I can believe that, that is that's like wrestling type stuff right there. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like when you go to a show, yeah. You know, and you're like, God damn, the band really gave it this this week or this tonight. Then right. you go talk to the band afterwards, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, man, it's a regular show. Right. But you said Seattle, you're the best crowd we've ever had. Yeah, we said that yesterday in Vancouver. Right. Like they made you believe it, and that's that's fine. Yeah. It's a, the, I want to escape reality. I'm not going to a strip club for reality. If that was the case, none of these girls would be dancing. Right. They were telling us to fix things around there. Yeah, I was say, reality is me just sitting at home uh, <laughs> playing with myself. <laughs> uh, one quick thing before we get to the... Uh, you know, when we come back, all right, I've got a great piece of audio, and it's, uh, it's from Jimmy Kimmel, and somebody actually admits that they banged a well-known hockey player mm-hmm. on camera mm-hmm. while cheating on her then boyfriend yeah, she's like bragging it. about it bragging on the jimmy kimmel show and the best part about all of it is the hockey player that she was doing it with is a local guy no kidding yes representing spokane so when we get back we're going to talk a little bit about that on the megacast don't trick the megacast will be back check it out now Check it out now. Check it out. Uh huh. Don't trip on me. 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 Don't trip. Don't trip. Say it now. Tired of workout programs that don't work for you? P90X, more like P90 ugh, boot camp. Yeah, like you want to look like a complete idiot in a public park and CrossFit. Hey, I want to get in shape, not join a cult. Now a workout program perfect for you. Introducing CrossFat. No weights, no cardio, no loudmouths that won't shut the hell up about it. Just you sitting and eating 
lying down and eating, maybe eating some more while sitting down some more. That's CrossFat. I thought you were going to work out. I am. You're watching football and eating a pizza. Exactly. Anyone can do CrossFat. In fact, there's a chance you're doing CrossFat right now and you don't even know it. Plus, with CrossFat, no one's going to talk endlessly about CrossFat. Um, because um, it's rude. Um, to talk with your mouth full. Get in shape with CrossFat because round is a shape too. These guys could use their hands to make love to me. The mega cast is back. In the hands of Yeah, yeah, right? That's funny, though, that we were just talking about that, and there's Grace bringing it up again. You know Grace. Damn bitch. Filthy. Dirty girl. She's probably working at the strip clubs, making people believe that she likes them. I bet she has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What put a past her? At a robot strip club? Yeah. You know she's doing it, and she's charging 50 bucks per dance and getting it. If a robot stripper did a sexual act to you, would that be illegal? It's not a human. Hmm. Like, illegal in the eyes of... The law or in the eyes of my wife? The law. Okay. But fair question. <laughs> right? How do I, yeah, like, I wonder if my wife would be mad if I let a, a robot perform an act on me. She probably wouldn't like it and might give me a stern talking to, but is that grounds for divorce? Dude, I read a whole article that was talking about how, uh, you know, they have like those, uh, the love dolls. Yeah. That look really realistic, right? And feel and stuff like a human. And now they're talking about they in in like like fifteen or twenty years they might actually put a personality in them. Ooh, yeah. So that's the worry. It's like guys like we started with with your buddy are just going to give up on women and just have these dolls. Do you blame them? You can program that. <laughs> that sounds awful. I don't want to program a woman I'm with. I I, I actually do blame them. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Saying like, that out loud made me realize that that's just a... T- like, do we really want like a person that's completely going to just back down and do everything that we ask them to do in every aspect of the world? Maybe some people do. Right. Well, that's that's a, that's a one of the tough questions. Right. And it's like, what happens, what happens to the population and stuff if guys just kind of give up easy? Unless they figure out a way to impregnate these robots. Then you make robot babies. I don't think you can make robot babies. Yet. Yet. I mean, who knows? That's a oh, huge man. problem in Europe, man. There's no kids. Yeah, well, we don't have that problem here, that's for sure. But we could. Yeah, but Seattle has the highest number of uh, uh, households with uh, married couples that don't have children. Yeah, we're we're contributing to that dilemma. I'd like yeah. to bring it. I got a text from my wife today saying, we need to get cracking on this baby-making stuff. So tonight, I feel like I'm getting laid, Ted. Good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Not like half chub at a strip club excited right now sitting next to you, but I'm excited. I think you should use any advantage you can, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, like if you really want to make this baby, we got to try this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I brought this other woman here because I hear that actually helps threesomes help create babies. Sure. It ups the testosterone. Right. This, and, and I made sure that it's a woman, it's a MILF, so it's, you know, it's a woman who had, had kids, so it's... She's very fertile, and from what I hear, it's just that aura of fertility will spill over into you. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the day that my marriage ends. Yeah. And those tig old biddies <laughs> on, on, the, on this other lady. Come on. Can't you see what I got going on here? Right. Do you want a kid or not? Right. This is what we have to do. I read it. It's an Oprah. God. Did a whole episode on it. It's not online, though. Right. Your bra's wrong, and we need to bring another person into the bedroom to make a baby. Yes. All talked about on Oprah just last week. Man, the country people are going crazy. Can you not hear them as much? I just heard. Open up the door. Let's see how much we can hear. They sound good. They sound like they're hot. I mean, they're country. They gotta be hot. It's gotta be two hot blondes singing right now. You know, it's at least one hot chick. Right. That sounded like two girls, though, didn't it? Yeah. I'd say it's country. So even if they're not hot, they're at least cute or doable. (laughs) Yes. With little cowboy boots on. Yeah. And Daisy Duke, uh, the weather's not all that great. So jeans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about uh, a a whorish woman that went on Jimmy Kimmel Live. You know, he does that street segment where um, they ask pedestrians different things. Sure. One of the questions was, what's the most impressive thing you've ever done? And she basically just outs that, A, I'm a a cheating whore. Yeah. And B, I'm a cheating fame whore. Yeah. And I hooked up with a hockey player who grew up in Spokane, played for Spokane, and then wound up playing in the NHL, being one of the, being the leading scorer in last year's Stanley Cup playoffs for the Tampa Bay Lightning. His name is Tyler Johnson. And and, and so, are you ready to hear that audio? Yeah, because uh, I've only read about it. I haven't heard her actually say it. Oh, it's great. Hopefully we can hear it over the country music that's playing next door. <laughs> Impressive thing I've ever done? I don't know. Cheat on my boyfriend and not have him find out. You know, this is a television camera. <laughs> yeah, it's an old boyfriend. But he's finding out right now. No, it's an old boyfriend, not the one I'm with now. So, but this is the boyfriend is finding out on television right now. Oh yeah, you that's fine. That's fine. No big deal. Yeah. So, number one, that's okay. what's wrong with this. I have many issues with this woman. Right, because you know this guy now has found out. Well, not only that, everybody that ever knew him and knew her knows this, so it's yep. gonna come back to him. And that, I mean, oh, you know how many friends probably texted him. This YouTube link yeah. to watch. Yeah. Oh, that must have been so infuriating for him mm-hmm. to be a fly on the wall. And now it's like this big joke about her just dogging him like that on national television. Yeah. And if he's a hockey fan, he's probably pretty devastated right now. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Sorry, Ben. 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 There you go, right, Ben. Well, we've made it a lot easier to track down who it is. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. I'm a dirty, filthy girl. God. Poor on him. <laughs> The guy was a famous athlete. Which famous athlete? I can't say his name. Give us his initials. TJ. What sport does he play? Hockey. What team does he play for? Florida. Tampa Bay. Okay, so he, so he plays for Tampa Bay. His, name, his initials are T and J. Tyler Johnson? Okay, I have to go. <laughs> oh. Well, sorry, Tyler. He's probably over it by now. <laughs> I have to go. Well, see, that's the other problem. Number two is Tyler Johnson, I read yesterday, he had to answer questions about this after practice. How much does that suck for this guy? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's married or whatever, but... Yeah, I don't know either. I'm looking at the article I think that you were talking about. So that video actually got pulled from YouTube and Hulu. All right, well, that means why I couldn't find it. Johnson was asked about it, and I bet he had it pulled. Yeah. And uh, he denied connect the, this whole, hey... 
connecting the dots of TJ. It wasn't me. But the problem is, according to the hockey database, there's not any other player in Lightning history with those initials T and J. Because oh. at first I was thinking like you when you mentioned in the break before, was it TJ Oshie, another local guy? Or right, or or who knows? Maybe it was years ago, and there was some random dude named TJ that was on the team, and she thought he was famous. Right, could have been the equipment manager. I hope he wasn't in a relation. I mean, he could have. What been if it was just some random dude that wasn't really on the Lightning? It just said I'm TJ. Yeah, yeah, he could have. What if she's full of crap? That's a good point. Well, it is interesting that it got pulled off of the internet. Typically, things don't get pulled off the internet. Right, that makes so much sense, because when, St- when Steve asked me about it today, I'm like, dude, I tried to cover that yesterday in TV time, and I could not find the audio anywhere. Weird. Yeah, I found it today, so maybe now people are posting it, and I would imagine as it gets posted, it's going to get pulled down. As it gets posted, it's going to get pulled down. Ugh. Uh, right, I have so many issues with this. And how about the that? This NHL season starts tonight. Like tonight's the begin. I don't know if the Tampa Bay Lightning are playing tonight, but they're damn close to starting their season. There's a lot of eyes on Tyler Johnson as it is because if they would have won the Stanley Cup, I have a very good feeling that he would have been the MVP. Like he had a monster playoffs. Yeah, from the first round till the last, he was like the one reliable guy for the, the Tampa Bay Lightning to put the puck in the net. So there's a lot of like. Hey, this kid might be a guy in the NHL for a few years now. And and his story is great because I think he was undrafted. He's kind of grinded his way into everything that he's done. He's just busted his ass, made his way into the WHL to play for the Spokane Chiefs, made his way into the AHL. People thought, well, that's as far as this kid's going to get. His talents are limited and busted his ass and grinded his way into the NHL to the point where he became a household name for hockey fans that now has sex with women that are in relationships. Well, I mean, hopefully he doesn't have a wife or a girlfriend, so it doesn't affect him. Yeah. But I mean, on the same token, I don't know. I don't know if I can blame an athlete. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? No. Yeah, like, like he did not. He, like, as if he didn't know the guy and like, how is he like, hey, what's your relationship history? Let me see your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see your relationship status before I have sex with you. I never yeah. understood, like, I know people are like, hey, if I caught somebody banging my girl, I'd kill him. I'm like, I can understand that almost if it's, like, your friend. Sure. But if it's a stranger, and, and people always thought I was crazy for saying this, but I don't think it's all that crazy to say. My only anger would be towards the woman, because, like, how is he supposed... It's so hard to do a conversation with this country band playing. Oh, yeah, playing in the background. <laughs> I keep, I keep, I can't tell if everybody else can hear it or I'm near the door. So I'm like, maybe I'm the only one hearing it. <laughs> They're like, giving it. Let's hear some more. Yeah. All right, here we go. She sounds so hot. Yeah, well, how about the awkward part is, in a couple minutes when we're done, we got to sneak out of the back of this place. Yeah, we need to take a peek, and hopefully we can get a picture. Yeah. We got to confirm or deny that this girl is hot. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a cool song. This is what happens in radio, is that they parade these up-and-coming bands, mostly in country, because it seems like the country artists get that they got to put the, the year of the hustle, definitely applies to country, young country artists. Sure. They seem to show up every other day here at the station. They don't even play shows in town. They just tour the country and perform for radio stations to endear themselves to the, to the higher-ups. Huh. I thought yeah. they were playing a show, for sure. More often than not, they don't. 
And I know sometimes like the rock guys will do a couple songs and then play a show. Yeah, that happens. But I've seen it even with rock. I remember seeing Nickelback play in a conference room downstairs when I worked at the end and their first album came out. Granted, probably not a very far trip for them because they're from Vancouver, but they didn't even play a show that night. They just came down and did like five acoustic songs for like 15 of us, if that. And then we got pizza. And that's the reason why most people from our station go and watch these things because you get free lunch. Yeah. Well, sometimes too, like everybody doesn't, like the band's not big enough that like we haven't given, like enough listeners haven't showed up. Right. So you want to entice other people that work at the station, like mm-hmm. you can get over here and watch them, right? You could get some Pagliacci's if you watch this country band for a couple of songs. Dude, I heard, I heard they had Zeta Buddies in here the other day. Is that the place with the Square Pizza and Ballard? Ooh. Super good. I get it on my birthday. It's delicious. <laughs> I love that that's how you dignify it being super good. Because immediately when you said that, I'm like, oh, it has to be good. If you're getting it on your birthday, it has to be good. Yeah, I specifically go in there on Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. get a couple pies. That's what we, I mean, my birthday dinner this year uh, was Din Tai Fung. Yeah. Love that place. What was your birthday dinner this year? Well, it's coming up. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, last year, was it the Zeta Brothers? Zeta Buddies, yeah. Oh, Le- Zeta Buddies. Legit. Like, because when I grew up, man, <laughs> in, uh, where I lived in Maryland, we always ate Lito's Pizza, which is square, right? Yeah. So, did you call it Sicilian pizza, or did you just call it square pizza? No, no, no. Sicilian is square, but it's thicker. Yes, right. It's a, it's it's like a, a wait. There's a chunk. there's a square thin crust. Yeah, that's what Lido's is. Is that margarita pizza? No. Okay. So like Lido's pizza, man. I can I can I remember their slogan. It's square because they don't cut corners, Steve. <laughs> but Lido's also was that's it, a great. But there's corners <laughs> to a square. Oh, they don't cut them. Uh, I got like it. Like it fills out the whole box. You I know got what I mean? It. Yeah. Like it, you know, regular pizza's rounds. So you no. got these big empty corners of your box. But Lido's was like an institution where I grew up. Uh-huh. The original one was right by my house. So like when I went to Dematha, like that was the thing. After basketball games, the whole team you went to Lido's. So like for my family on Christmas Eve, besides it being my birthday, it's also Christmas Eve. You got together and you ate Lido's. So like nice. if we didn't go to the exact Lido's, we'd go to this other place uh, in where in my neighborhood in College Park that Vito's. Like, it basically it had and there was a Vito's, but it had uh, <laughs> it had the Lido's pizza. What was oh. it called? Like Fireside or Burnside? And that was their whole thing. They had a regular menu, but then it was like also featuring Lido's pizza. Oh wow! So they were able to get like you know clearance <laughs> to serve their pizza. Yeah. So a couple years ago, when I started staying out here for Christmas, I wanted to find the square pizza. The first year, somebody ordered me a square pizza from a place in my building, which is was a complete cluster F. Uh, delicious. Probably the best pizza I ever had, but it was way too big of a deal to get it. So then I started doing some research, and I found Zeta Buddies. It had to be a really big deal, because, I mean, if it's the best pizza you ever had, you would think you'd still keep going back to that. That's the problem. They, they don't offer pizza on their dinner menu. It was like a really nice restaurant. Oh. And somebody in my family paid a bunch of money to get them to make it as like a gift. What? Yeah. It was awesome pizza. Like the, I don't know how to explain it, but the dope. But either way, Zeta Buddies fits the like Lido's criteria. It's small, like thin crust square pizzas. Right. I mean, you can get a thin crust square pizza from uh, Domino's. Yeah, I guess I guess I just never even think about doing that. But oh I, I man! Stop cutting corners and get that. Yeah. So Zeta Buddies is my go-to. Wow. Yeah. Plus, it's fun, it. man. When you pick up the pizzas, you have a couple. You have like a beer or two while you're waiting. Do they have a place to sit inside and eat? Yeah, it's a bar and a restaurant. Why don't we go eat there sometime? We, you know what? Do we we have totally to should. You, we don't have to wait till your birthday, do we? No. And all it's right. a, it's all Midwestern, so they have like Midwestern beers. They have cheese curds. I can't believe I've never taken you there. No. Oh, Zeta Buddies is great. Yeah. Have you ever eaten at uh, Madam K's Pizza in Ballard? 
now. That place is legit. That really? place was a former whorehouse. That's why it's called Madam Madam, K's. I was say, yeah. yeah, I like my madams. Yeah, exactly. And it's got the great name for it based on where it's ba- like based on the backstory. They have a, a dessert that my wife and I used to do before she became vegan. We would do it from time to time. It's not definitely not a healthy dessert. It, they called it the orgasm, and it was they would cook you a giant cookie and bring it to you like in a skillet. Yeah, like, and just put a giant ass lump of ice cream on top of it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And you just. Eat, eat the, it. Eat the cookie with the ice cream, and slowly it starts melting into it, and it gets more gooey. And oh, yeah, orgasm is the perfect name for something like that. God damn! I'm now in. I'm starving. Yeah, I kind of want to go eat pizza now. Hopefully, if we play our cards right, that'll be pizza served by the time this damn country artist is done singing. I, my mind's already working. Like it's supposed to be a rainy weekend, college football. I might just have to lock myself in the house and then go over to Ballard and get a pizza. Oh man, I need to find a reason to come visit you. Right? Yeah. You guys partying? No. No. We're just eating pizza. We just went to Ballard to eat some pizza. You can have a pizza party. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. All right. All right, well, we should get out of here. Yeah, man. I'm in, but we're out. Yeah. All right, let's get 10. Let's uh, say goodbye to everybody. Thank you for listening to the Megacast. Thank you for uh, keeping in touch with us at the Megacast on Twitter. Uh, and please tell your friends. Hopefully next week our studio is not as problematic. I wish we could get back into the old studio. I know, man. Because it's like, I got to figure out a way to be able to do this without... You want to do a nighttime one next week? Uh, let me check my schedule. All right. Uh, that would be fun. I just don't know what's going on because uh, I might be, <laughs> long story short, that people have been following on the Migs cast and on a uh, Facebook page, this young kid that I've become friends with that's at Children's Hospital. It's his birthday on Wednesday. All right. So that's fair. I might be, vi- I, I don't know if his parents are doing anything where a visitor could come, but I've more as hell, more than likely would love to visit him and, you know, give him a gift or something fun like that. Yeah, sure. And we, we need to talk a little bit about him. Bring a pizza. Yeah, I don't know if he can eat. I think he's. Oh. I, I don't know if he's. This is why they don't let me in children's hospital. <laughs> like this child, pizza. this child is allergic to milk, and you brought pizza. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't know. I thought everybody loved pizza, but I brought him a dessert. It's called the orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> ten. It's time for us to get ten. Good luck to Sasha Banks tonight. Uh, I hope she beats Bailey. Are you ready? I don't know what Bailey looks like, but I feel like she's got to be hot. Bailey's kind of like a children-y looking chick. She wears like a pastel blue. She She's just kind of a goofy wrestling girl. All right. She's kind of like a comic relief, but she's an awesome wrestler. Like an anime chick? Um, I don't even know. I'll have to just show you pictures. Cosplay? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, Ted. Let's get 10. It's good that we got some uh, push-ups and so we look nice and jacked up when we meet these country artists. Oh, yeah. And then we crush their pizza. Give me your pizza. Give me your pie. No, that didn't sound right. We should leave on that one. Take care of my family. Sorry.